This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Well, hello. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. What the hell are we going to do about Bill Belichick, bud? What are we going to do? We uh, got we got to rehome Bill I, Belichick. I want the Bill Belichick podcast. I want it now. <laughs> he I want it now. Get a job, is he? And I want it from that woman's house on Nantucket that he's caught on the ring cam leaving with his shirt off. That's where I want it. And he can have his dog in there too. I didn't know if that was real. <laughs> I don't care. Is that real? How could it not be? Are you sure you didn't just get? Are you sure you want to bring this up on the air? Uh, yeah. You sure about that? Absolutely. Well, I didn't mean to sound you like. Sure that. about that? Wait That's a minute. Why? It's one of the best pieces of video I've ever seen on Bill Belichick. Wait a minute. Give me get Mitch in here. Mitch. Yes. All right. Your mic's on. Owen's mic's on. Have you guys seen that video? Yeah, he's doing the walk of shame. He's leaving. shirtless. Yeah, he shirtless. He's not wearing a shirt. I'm like, well, just go back in the house and get the shirt. Did you Who show knows? up without a shirt? Who knows how he ended up there? Oh, uh, I, I remember seeing this video last November, right. but I don't recall if it was Yeah, it was November. Real. It was cold outside. I didn't know. Uh, leave dry one of the, or wet? One of the, leaving one of these cottages. <laughs> It'll have been a cold November. In the world. Shirtless. Here we go. But oh, I, boy. But I want a Belichick podcast. You know, people are talking about studio or have them, you know, on the calls of these games. I heard people say, oh, CBS should... Make it a three-man booth because things are going so poorly right now uh, with Tony Romo and Jim Nance that they should just throw Belichick in the booth. I'm like, you know what? I've heard this guy just talk football when he wants to talk football. That is a podcast. That is a podcast, first and foremost. No one interrupts him. He just goes. That can't be Belichick. Are you sure this is him? Wait a minute. Give me uh, uh, yeah. Mitch. That's Bill Belichick. It, you really go ahead. It looks like Belichick, but he needs another rendering before the the fully formed model you can like make out because I can't tell if it's detailed him, but the like the shape, the the blurry shape that you're seeing in video looks very much. I think the guy like what you would expect. I don't sure think it's Bill him. Belichick. I don't think it's him. I think the body looks too young. Yeah, the body looks too. Yeah, that's seventy two hard years on Bill. Well, there's Belichick. only one way to figure it out, Bill. Get him on a podcast. I don't think that's him, man. Publish <laughs> those photos. Boy, it really, it, it looks like a doppelganger, though. Is this Nantucket? Do we know it's Nantucket? The hair's not gray enough. Oh, there's no way that's him. Anyway, what a year for Bill Belichick. He ain't going to get a job, is he? Doesn't look like it. 
I thought for sure. I'm like, well, now the Falcons are going to hire Bill Belichick, and here we go. And then they hired Raheem Morris. I went, oh, my goodness. They're really going to hire Raheem Morris. Here we are. Not Bill Belichick. Another retread over Bill Belichick. (laughs) Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Like, his name is is legendary. Fans Mm -hmm. think one thing. If you were a Falcons fan, would you be upset? You went from Bill Belichick to Raheem Morris? I don't know because I I told you that I... You can always say give him a chance. I said that I don't know that I would be all about hiring Bill Belichick right now at this stage, getting his old cast of characters back together. You know you, you know what's going to happen immediately. Josh McDaniels is going to be running the offense. Is Matt Patricia coming with him? His three sons or however many sons he's got. Uh, is it a very Iowa situation. Like, is that really what you want when you're trying to reboot something? Yeah. Does that make sense? So... I know that like it's like Raheem Raheem Morris over here, Bill Belichick over here. Bill Belichick's gonna win that tell the tape a thousand out of a thousand times. My concern is what is he what did he say in the two interviews with the Falcons? Like uh Albert Breer was on with Nick yesterday, and he, I, I think that Albert Breer I Albert Breer kind of said what everybody might have been secretly wondering about that because it kind of reminded me of of the whole McDaniels thing here, and why not? I mean, everybody who leaves Bill Belichick kind of does a, a pseudo impression of him. And it was how he was, if if the Browns were going to hire him, it was our understanding he was going to want to do it all his way. You were going to blow people out, bring his people in, and that's the way it was going to be. And it, if Belichick were to leave in like 2014, then yeah, you would say, gosh, like you gotta, you gotta do whatever he says. But now, you know, it's kind of been there's been things that you have to question with Bill Belichick. And to hear this, it would it would make me hesitant if I were Arthur Blank. Here's here's Albert Breer yesterday on Afternoon Drive. You can hear the entire interview, 92.3 The Fan, but here's a snippet. I think there's a good chance, yeah, like it feels that way. That one's fascinating because I think that has as much to do with the infrastructure of the Falcons and what people around Arthur Blank wanted to do and what Blank himself wanted to do and you know, how all this stuff works. And I think Blank went into the process much wanting, very much wanting to hire Bill Belichick and very much wanting to see what he could do with the greatest coach of all time. And you know, and then you know, obviously the the process plays out, and I think the other people in the building, you know, it was well, do we blow the whole building? up and as time went by you know I think Arthur Blank was slowly kind of moved off by by some people who you know quite frankly might not have been there um, if Bill wound up getting the job you know Arthur Blank went into it intending for Bill to be his guy and then got moved off of his spot by some people whose jobs might have been in jeopardy if Bill had gotten the job and if I'm Arthur Blank it's the same thing like when when Josh McDaniels came here it's like well you had your run and you didn't work out in Denver and there were a lot of people like how dare you at that time, like, you, you want to blow everybody out and bring your people in. Well, Belichick, up until these last couple of years, has been proven, like, yeah, you do what Bell Belichick wants you to do, but it's like, man, you had Matt Patricia running your offense. You took Mac Jones where it's, he started out okay, but then you had Matt Patricia run your offense. You know, it didn't make sense. And look at your drafts. And look at your drafts. Yeah, like, we it, know it, he can coach a defense. Yes, like, it, his defense is still... I, I have no doubts he could coach a Super Bowl winning defense. And his interior has been okay. The trades that have been made have been a little bit iffy. And you're going, man, you're 72 years old. You know, there is such a thing as being stuck in your ways. Now, I, I think that, you know, a guy like Nick Saban, you watch Nick Saban over the last decade and how his offense changed and how he's like, all right, you know, I got to do it the way I got to do it. And this is it because it used to be. And he he still would like to try to line up and do the eye and, and just pound it down people's throats. And that's fine. But 
you know, there's been questions in the past, and he's been able to win national championships, changing the way his offense his offense is modernizing the yes. program. And for that's what he did for Belichick. Belichick's never modernized the program. But there. there's there's yeah there's in game scheming. There's there's in game stuff that he takes it. You can tell he he immerses himself in the rule book and finds areas. You say whatever you want to about Spygate to Flygate, but he finds areas of gray that he can exploit in a game. And it, it starts major conversations with all of us. Like the time against the Jets, he's smiling on the other sideline because he's exploiting rules that we don't always talk about. And so there's that in-game part where, yeah, that's that's genius. And he is he certainly knows the game. He knows a tactician. And he will retire. If he retires, he'll retire a legend and he'll die a legend. There, but there, there we're is talking mo- about our future, not it, our past. Right. And there's so much mystery uh, in, in their... I, I call it a program because that's that's basically what it is. It's like a college program, the yeah. way that he lords over everything Less like coaches. a college coach would. Yeah. He's got the smallest coaching staff in the league, uh-huh. and he's running everything from the personnel department. Fewer coaches. It's it's incredible. So I understand that like this this mystery that surrounds everything they do, that mystery looks a lot better when you have Tom Brady and you're winning Super Bowls than it does when you got Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. I almost said Mac Robinson. When you got Mac Jones. Same thing. Doesn't I mean, matter. Might as well be Mac. Might Robinson. as well. Could yeah. have been worse, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, it is amazing when you say, like, you're telling me that Atlanta would rather have Raheem Morris, um, who who is a a retread coach. He's younger. He's, yeah. he's 46. But I think with Raheem Morris, it does seem ridiculous. But in everything we just explained, it's not. It's actually not ridiculous. Because from a fan standpoint. I, if you were just a general fan, you'd be beside yourself. Like, honestly, if you were just a general Falcons fan, and I don't know any of them, but if I knew a general Falcons fan, you would be beside yourself. I'm going from two interviews with the, the greatest to do it to Raheem Morris, who did he have, did he go to the playoffs in Tampa Bay? Did he? I don't remember. But you're going to a retread. And so that would be a tough – now, I could tell you, but like, hey, he's going to be organized. Uh, he, he went 10-6 and six one year. Okay. Like Raheem in Tampa Morris, Bay, and then he was the interim in Atlanta back in 2020. And you could say he's going to be he's going to be uh, he's going to be organized. He's going to bring these things together. There's a, obviously you mentioned the interim, so there's a relationship between him and Arthur Blank. There's a trust. Uh, so maybe Arthur Blank is saying, okay, let's see if you can put these these things together and get this going. So there, I think there's probably like let's settle this down. But I didn't think the Arthur Smith situation was haywire and everything was just a falter. I, I, they, they, they just lost games and that was it. Here's my comp. Imagine Lorne Michaels is done at SNL. I'd like to hear more of this. And Comedy Central, who has been has just been struggling it's every just which runs now. It's yeah. just it's not a comedy channel. It's it's embarrassing. There's no new comedy on it or whatever. So bring back John Stewart. Yeah, right. They they had to, right? Yeah. Uh, one day a week. Uh so Comedy Central's trying to figure everything out and then boom. What do you know? The Bill Belichick of, of comedy, the guy that has mastered it all. He's 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 somebody who can get you all the comics, get you all the guests. He can start to do movies with you, and you can stream. And he he blows these characters up to larger than life. People like you know Will Ferrell, and they they all they all credit one guy. They yeah. credit Lorne Michaels, uh, Adam Sandler, Lorne Michaels. I mean, the list goes freaking on. And then he sits down with Comedy Central, and they're like, no, we're good. We're going to just continue showing reruns. We're fine. 
We've got the guy from Mad TV that's going to help run us. But what if the guy from Mad TV was good? What if he ends up? Be, I, I don't but know. it's Lord like, Michaels. That's the thing. It's Lord Michaels. I, I, it's not going to be popular. Like Dan Dan Campbell was not very popular. No. But I'm not going to sit there and, and compare everybody to Dan Campbell for re- for the rest of my life. It's just always I I never truly damn a hire because we don't know. We really don't know. Um, there's guys that there's certain things that I think that are going to work out. Like Brian Callahan, I will tell you right now, looking into that, where they have take Rand Carthon and made him like he is in charge of everything. I go, this, the owner's looking for somebody they can trust. I mean, to me, it's it's classic. Okay, they're bad ideas of uh, John Robinson. We blew him out. Then I, I, I lost my trust in Mike Vrabel. I blew him out. Then I'm bringing you up. Like the Browns have done that before. Um, I, I, I don't trust that person anymore. They're fired. I'm, I'm bumping well, you up. Oh, the Ray Farmer. Yeah, well, I mean, the there Ray you go. Farmer's that, comes I didn't to even think, but I, the Browns have done that. And I'm going, man, like now everybody's got to answer to him. I'm going, I don't know. Like Brian Callahan has to be, if you're going to put him in charge, you got to put him in charge. Never and called the plays. Be shared th- yeah, Never exactly. called the plays. And now he's the head coach. So if you're going to put him in charge and that, Hey, that might end up being fine. Maybe it works. Yeah. Now, maybe it works. I, I think what they've done in Tennessee is they put themselves in a hail Mary position for the quarterback. Because a quarterback can cover everything. So if Will Levis ends up being great, which I don't know how great he's going to be, if he ends up being great, then great. If they end up taking a guy that ends up being the next big thing, then so be it. But they've put themselves in a Hail Mary position. Like, uh, I, I, I told you I like the Antonio Pierce hire a whole bunch. I really like that. They bring in Antonio Pierce. You know, is Tom Telesco going to work with him? So I like that they kept Antonio Pierce, but it is in the back of my mind. All right, everybody wanted you to hire the interim last time, and then you made the the big splash hire. Are you overcorrecting? And with Belichick, I have to say he had to have said something, or it, it just had to be understood that these there's going to be people that get let go. And at 72 years old, and the recent track record, and some of the decisions, and some of the things in the draft, would just tell you, no, I, I'm not comfortable with this. So if Raheem Morris comes in and he's willing to work with somebody like that's okay, great. Let's see if this thing can work because there is there is talent on that team. But I, I mean, for Belichick, it's like, would I get rid of Kevin Stefanski right now for him? Nope. Now, if nope. I had, I, I I would say Mm-mm. I would say the one thing I would rather have Belichick than than so many of these coaches. If I had a playoff game to win, I I'd go Belichick. But, it's, but it's, the problem is getting there and not having to disrupt your entire organization. Because clearly, yes, he Which wants... Which is what you'd have to do. Clearly, he wants the total control, and he, he, he believes he deserves that. And maybe to some people out there, he does. But what I trust him... I, I would trust Bill Belichick in game situations, and certainly, I mean, he's still a legend. Would I trust him in game situations over Kevin Stefanski? What do you think? Yeah, I would. But do I trust him with the draft? Do I trust him with the day-to-day operations? Do I trust him to put the right people in charge? I can't anymore because I'll tell you what, Kevin Stefanski's put Jim Schwartz in charge. Kevin Stefanski has put Bubba Ventrone in charge. They've been pretty good. Kevin Stefanski has basically made, and this is why Albert Breer told Nick yesterday that he expects Bill Callahan to be back. Bill Callahan is certainly wielding a lot of power within that building with Kevin Stefanski. So he delegates and puts people in charge. The The game day stuff... Yeah, am I going to go against Bill Belichick? No. That'd be stupid. But you but don't get a guy. Else, you, you, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. I can't just bring in Bill Belichick on game days game come day, January. Yeah, it's, I, I can't do it. It's just impossible. So now it's 72-year-old legend. And Tom Pellisar, well, he might take the year off. How many more years can you take off yeah. at 72? 216 So that was certainly a surprise. Coming up at 820 this morning. <sighs> 
I know they had a press conference. I know, that's great. I know they had a press conference. I think you guys missed the mark of why the press conference actually happened. I want to bring it up with Daryl, too, at 8 o'clock. Coming up at 7, the dangerous What? Wait a minute. Daryl is dangerous at 7. The lukewarm no, but still kind of dangerous. Daryl is dangerous at 8. Damn it, Daryl's dangerous at 8. He I, really is dangerous. At 7, I had we don't know how, how the... I am the only man in this room was, that had zero drinks last He was really dangerous at 11 a.m. yesterday. All right, Danny Cunningham is going to be on at 7, coming up next about last night on The Fan. Now the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. We, st- we started the show talking about the coaching carousel right now in the NFL. Brian Callahan, your new Titans head coach, and he had his introductory press conference yesterday. So naturally, did, did Daryl or Mary Kay get somebody to ask the question about whether his pops was going to be coming with him? Because whoever asked the question, good, we needed the news. And here he was responding to the question about interviewing his dad. I have not. I don't know how many sons have interviewed their fathers for jobs, but no, I haven't given much thought to that. See on your list, Brian. For a possible spot. Oh, he's under contract. I don't. There's nothing I can say to that either way. I interviewed my father to be our producer uh, right before Mitch, and he did not meet the requirement. Was he under contract at Fisher's? No. Boy, that's a sore subject. What? Jeez, well, he retired two years. Well, three he's years not under ago. contract. They don't have to trade for him. Don't be looking in the news. Just let's all move on. You know, Ross Tucker did say Good earlier God. in the week. Is anybody? He brought up the Shut idea. Up. Move on. He brought up the idea of being able to potentially trade Mr. Callahan to Tennessee. I've never heard of that with an assistant coach. Now, we got tweets yesterday saying, well, that's because you just promote those coaches. Well, this situation is very different. You're talking about a 67-year-old guy. He doesn't need a title. He doesn't need more money. He doesn't need any of that. He doesn't need a promotion, a superficial promotion. Like, I imagine that his son and him have probably talked about this. Hey, if you ever get a head coaching job, you know, here's here's my stance. It was probably like Johnny Moxon and his father in Varsity Blue. Just like that. Brian doesn't want his life. <laughs> yeah. Can you t- there you go. Got to get the pause. I don't <laughs> want your life. It's, it's great acting. Being the, being the offensive line coach of the Cleveland Browns was the opportunity of your lifetime. But I don't want your life. Was that Vanderbeek? It uh, was. Yeah. No. It's uh, Is the other guy. Was that James Vanderbeek? Yeah. yeah. James yeah. Vanderbeek. Yeah. Someone said no in my ears. I'm like, no, that was James Vanderbeek. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah. Worst part of that movie was when he gets the letter from Brown that he's getting accepted. He's like, I got to talk to you about Gilroy. I'm like, shut up. That's the the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, there's Marv Marinovich. Would not have been like that had a son got into Brown. There's not a chance. Stop. You can be excited that the son got into Brown. The only part of the movie I don't like. The rest of it's excellent. I got to watch it. I haven't seen it in a long oh, time. Oh, it holds up well. It still does. It still I told does. You, I told you during the break, once Hostel comes on, yep. I'm sucked in for the next two hours. And by the way, John Voigt would coach again. There's no way he would. Oh, Bud, Bill, Bud Kilmer never coached again. This is Texas. You, yeah, he'd coach again. He would. Northeast Ohio, he'd coach again. He'd get a car yes. deal, too. Yes. Country Club membership, car deal. Mm-hmm. The way Maybe. it ought to be. They still do mortgages? I don't know. It's where I, I just prefer to take my football winning seriously. And so, yep. yeah, if I was uh, if I was Gilroy, hell, I'd bring in Bud Kilmer. Hell, our head coach can't even beat a high school kid. I'm bringing in Bud Kilmer. <laughs> get him the hell out of here. Let's go. Uh, how about Daryl Ryder, intrepid Browns beat reporter, Yesterday, Hell yeah. tr- tracking down the mayor of this fair city, Justin Bibb. Now, he had an appearance before on this radio show. I thought it went spectacularly well. It's amazing well. he was able to get the Bibber since nobody else is able to get him out of the office. Safety back on. <laughs> well, well Daryl was up to the task. He chased him down. He got him for a very, very uncomfortable one-on-one. <laughs> I only say that because Bibb's looking him directly into the camera. Can we do a thing? I, I know the thing is now where they do, like, the video camera and it's a right on the person. Can we just, like, hold it by the side or something like that? Because it's still a little. That's what. That's the first thing they taught us. Man. In broadcasting was the side profile. <sighs> like, the the 75-degree uh, profile. Yeah. Okay, Go I'll ahead. show you. I'll show you during the break. Thank you. It's fun. Uh, Justin Bibb was asked by Daryl Ryder about the stadium. Let's play both of these because he is adamant of where he wants that stadium to be. The city, the county, and the state will be, hopefully, will be key critical partners for us as, as we think about the future of Cleveland Browns Stadium because it is a regional asset. And we want to make sure we keep the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, Ohio, right on Lake Erie. That's my goal as mayor. I think the future is bright. Uh, excited about our conversations with the Browns and the Haslams about the future of the stadium and what it can mean for the lakefront, but for the city and the region as a whole. And so. Uh, those conversations are ongoing, but we're committed to making sure we have a world-class facility right here in Cleveland, Ohio. Kenny, he must have heard our show yesterday. He must Clearly. have heard our power ranking segment, ranking Clearly. the Great Lakes. Yeah, number one, Erie. And where did he say he wants that stadium? Right on Lake Erie. Right on Lake Erie, on the, the shallowest one of the lake all. of the Great Lakes, yes. Number one. This is what Owen missed out on yesterday. Clearly Seriously, a lot. you guys did the Great Lake thing yesterday? We did it yep. yesterday. Ah, I know. Yeah, I know. Miss a little, you miss it's a lot. It's almost like we were taunting you to get back in studio. You know I love Great Lakes. Talk. He's we were singing the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald and everything, man. You missed it. Owen has pitched that story idea for three straight years. Yep, here we Power are. ranked to Great Lakes. We waited till you were out uh, well, to do it. Well, I wanted to do Great Lakes Mount Rushmore. There are, there are people at <laughs> seven. <laughs> 
There are people at 820. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to wait until 820. There is a very sarcastic reaction to that press conference yesterday. Really? And I think everybody's missing the point of that press conference. And I will tell you that point at 820. I'm going to do my best to hold it in until then. Because I'm serious about this. This, I'm not assing off. This isn't just going to turn into some goof-off segment. I'm telling you right now. I do believe there was a very significant reason to have that press conference yesterday. Okay. Good. Uh, There was another press conference yesterday by the National Basketball Association. Ever heard of it, Ken? You ever heard of them? To talk about the All-Stars. LeBron James, first player. after they got rid of Fort Wayne. LeBron James became the first player to be named to 20 All-Star teams. Pretty impressive. No? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, am I supposed to sit there and make a big deal over every accomplishment he has? He's kind of accomplished all of it now, hasn't he? You're over the accomplishments of you LeBron wanted me James? To, you wanted me to sit there and do like two hours straight on 30,000 points last year. I'm like, great. Awesome. Didn't want to do a retrospective? No. All you basketball guy people, that, I uh, swear to God. Guy that won us a championship? We'd be, I, and I didn't say I didn't be sitting there with that. zero championships. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I don't do know. Want, Show okay. some respect. LeBron, when you come here, I'll rub your feet. Okay, I'll do it. We'll get you. A, we'll get. You're gonna go into the Hall of Fame. We're gonna get you a statue. There's probably gonna be more than one statue. I'm sure there's gonna be a statue in Akron. So we're gonna get you two statues. We're gonna. We're probably. We will probably retire 23 and six. Even though you didn't wear 20, you didn't wear six here. We'll probably do it all, and I'll give you a foot rub. Yeah, be there careful how they hoist those banners. Because it'll be weird if it's like 236. People are gonna be like, "What the hell is that?" No, it's 23 and six. Uh, in the Easter Conference, Kenny. Gotta think of these things. Giannis is heading to the All-Star game along with Joel Embiid, Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, despite playing like a first-team All-NBAer and despite some general buzz about him potentially being in the MVP race again, he got got beat up by Damian Lillard. He's having a better season than Damian Lillard. Yeah. Halliburton, Embiid. Tatum. I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine with all those guys. Yeah, they, they, you know, they have their, uh, we have our picadillos. That's the way it goes. Uh, how much do you, it's the all-star game. I understand. Not exactly the top of the list for Ken Carmen events, especially it. What's wrong it, with the all-star game? Well, it used to be the same weekend of I Daytona. You don't even know where they're having the all-star game. This year? I don't know. Where is it? Indianapolis, Indiana. It's one of my favorite venues. I've been there four times. I Three or four times. I don't know. I said that very confidently. I'm pretty positive. Now I'm yeah. second guessing. I think it's Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, but the All-Star game, you know, waning in popularity. Whatever. They're, they tried to mix it up. They're all waning in popularity. They're, they're, changing, they're changing the mission every single year, the format of all of this. Bring culture. Jared Allen, does he end up getting into the All-Star game? There is a push. Mm, no. But I want to talk to you about another push. Is there any chance, can we ask Danny this at 7 o'clock? Is there any chance or is it just too far away that we can get Sam Merrill in the three-point contest? There should any be chance? a citywide campaign. Is there any, honestly, I'm, I'm asking. I, I I looked at the stats yesterday, a three-point percentage, and he's a lot lower than probably a lot of people would think, but he probably hasn't had that many opportunities. Like, he's he's up to, like, the sixth man now on this team. Is there any he was the chance? first one off the bench the other night. Yeah, is there any chance we can get Sam Merrill in the three-point, sneak him into the three-point competition? You want representation of your teams, don't you? So, like, no one's going to be in the dunk contest, right? So, can I can I get him into the three-point contest? Uh, Max Drews should be in the dunk contest, considering all his dunks 
make the front page of Cleveland.com and Cavs.com. Oh, my God. Ish, is, it's a personal vendetta with you now. Uh, I've been tracking this. Yeah, what? Um, Max Struess, his shooting percentage has dipped in 14 of his last 18 games. Well, you're the one who never wants me to go after Kobe Altman, so whatever. It, uh, you speak out of both sides of your mouth. You, you, want to, you want everybody to go after Max Struess, but then when I start to, okay, I'm going to go after Kobe. No, Ken, you can't do that. Okay. All right. In 940 fewer minutes, Sam Merrill has just 37 threes fewer than Max Struess. Well, I don't care about Max Struess. Stop, stop turning things into Max Struess. I'm asking, I'm can saying, we get Sam Merrill in the three-point Not only do I want Sam Merrill in the three-point competition, I'd also like to see him take Max Struess's minutes. That's it for about last night. Okay. Oh, that. And one final note, Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp to leave at the end of the season. All right, That's you it. know oh. what? I'm done with you. Yeah. I think that it, 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 you always say it's good. It sucked. You sucked. Should Evan Mobley continue to shoot threes when he comes back? Or should they try to work him in the classic way and get ready for the postseason? I want to ask Danny that coming up at 7 o'clock. And I'm just kicking around the idea. Can we get Sam Merrill in the three-point contest? Or is that too little too late? I'm not sure. Cavs are pushing now. Yeah. They're starting to they're starting to get a little bit louder about it. We will ask Danny Boy at 7 a.m. 216-474-0092. Albert Breer was on Afternoon Drive yesterday. This is what he had to say about Bill Callahan coming back in 2024. And you are going to like what you hear. I think the answer to that is yes. Now, I think the answer to that is yes because they've invested more than $3 million a year in him. They've now lost their offensive coordinator in Alex Van Pelt. And I think based on, like, where the staff is and where Kevin Stefanski is going to have that staff when they start OTAs in May and just the health of that staff. And Alex is a really important piece of that whole puzzle, just as far as being kind of a glue guy there. I think losing somebody as important as Bill Callahan would be devastating. So I think they're going to do whatever it takes to keep him. And look, like one thing I can't say is how strong Bill Callahan's desire to be close with his kid would be. And if like he goes into Kevin Stefanski's office and says, look, I really want to do this, maybe all that should be off. But I, I do get the sense that Cleveland's going to do everything it possibly can to keep Bill Callahan on the staff in 2024. That's Albert Breer yesterday. By the way, kickoff of Boomer Esiason and Mike Valeni give their big game predictions and weigh in on all the news around the football world Friday night at 7 before overtime with Jonathan Peterlin. Listen on the Odyssey app presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it in Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. So Bill Callahan sounds pretty good that he might stick around. I, I that's think that's good. huge. That's I think it's huge news. So I know. So are we going to take back our takes? I, Everybody's going to take back their takes. That wouldn't be that big of a loss. That's what I'm going to say. Because everybody and their brother said it was a big loss. Now I didn't want to go overboard and say I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't take a first round pick for him. But at the same time, let's let's calm it down. Yeah, you, you know what's happening here. I, I think what's happening is we're coming off a season that was a a big success. This show thought. That was a show stance. Yeah. Oh, and we did this when you were gone. We did a show stance on another that. Another thing? So that's another thing we did without you. Uh, I don't know if it's too late for Owen to weigh in on whether he thought the season was a success. I don't okay. even want to do it now. <laughs> so th- I think a lot of fans right now, they don't want to hear bad news. When we're when we're telling you that all these analysts have Deshaun Watson going into the next year is the eighth quarterback, ninth quarterback, right? I don't want to hear it either. I don't uh, want to get that, it to him. There, he's in the alarmed tier or the – Oh, this this is like a put up or shut up year for Deshaun Watson, and everybody's telling you this. And then you know there's some coaching staff turmoil, which I thought, hey, that's a good thing. But other people see that as a negative. I don't know why. 
Uh, maybe it's past Brown shakeups. That has something to do with it. I have a reasoning for it, but that's... So, and then I come in today, and there's a tweet that says, when are you guys going to talk about the fact the Browns are behind the Jets and Super Bowl odds next year? Yeah, no one's going to pick you to win the division next year. And What's going to come down to quarterbacks? People are going to put Aaron Rodgers over you. And everybody thinks that defense is God's gift to defense. And I'm, I know. I, we saw it on Thursday night. Oh, I can only shout yeah. it into the ether so many times before anybody so believes I, me. Go I ahead. think when we started going over the story of, oh, my God, Brian Callahan just got hired, that was the worst-case scenario for being able to keep his very valuable father yeah. as your offensive line coach, one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL right now. I think people are sick and tired of hearing bad news about their team just a few weeks you know, after the season but ends, I, while the Baltimore Ravens are sitting here with a chance to win the Super Bowl. Okay, but I don't think it's bad news necessarily. And also, I think it's good news. I, I gave you the good news about Bill Callahan. and I'll give you more good news about Jim Schwartz. I guess I got to do Champions Post. I got a text from my buddy at home. You got to do you got to do Champions Post tomorrow. Canales got hired, which by the way, he's like forty two years old, so he's not the youngest guy, uh-huh. but he's just really good looking. And uh, well, it seems that you know Jim Schwartz. Isn't going to get a job? Isn't going to get a look? And Didn't I, even get my thought was, my first thought was relief and 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 happiness. And the other p- thought I had was, boy, did the playoff loss cost him that much? Could that really have done it? Or what is he saying? Or what is he not saying to anybody? Because nobody wants to admit this. Everybody wants to believe that their team has the very best ideas possible, and it's always about doing whatever it takes to win. And I don't think that a lot of owners think that way. I think that there's there's some owners that are are 100% into football winning, 100% into being a competitive team, and they try to do right by their their organizations, by their fan base. I think a lot, it, it becomes a little bit of an ego play. It becomes them trying to find their best version of the next big thing. And I don't think that Jim Schwartz is the next big thing. I explained that to you. I said 57-year-old former head coach, a defensive coordinator, that defense is great, but you notice not a lot of people are saying it. And they, I'm telling you, they watch Fox Sunday or Fox NFL Sunday. They watch, I watch Fox. Sunday. I know you do. They watch. They watch CBS. You know, countdown to kickoff, the NFL today. What it, you know, they watch all that stuff. I'm telling you, they do. And they they have people who see it, and then they think about this stuff, and they see the Glazers, and they see the the Pelisseros, and all the names that are getting out there. And you, if you get the wrong owner who just wants to chase names, that's it. That's it. Like Dave Tepper, Jason Names. But it's so interesting because it's not just Schwartz. Uh, did Mike McDonald get a look either, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens? Well, right now, I, you, I, I want to see what Washington's doing and a couple others yeah. because right now you'd have to think, well, he, if they were out of the playoffs, there'd definitely be some heat. But and, we'll see who's still s- sitting around. Maybe Seattle, maybe. And, and Todd Munkin's just, I've never heard him get any kind of run is a potential surprising to me, but, but you know, Baltimore had, you know, I don't, I don't think we, we've kind of glossed over this one. We would have Ken Weinman on and uh, all our guests from Baltimore all year. It was like this kind of push and pull of, yeah, we think we're good, but we don't know if we're that good. Meanwhile, they very easily could have been an undefeated team this year, the Baltimore Ravens DVOA, the analytical numbers have Mm -hmm. their offense and defense. I think both top three, and yet their coordinators didn't get a sniff. So yet Raheem Morris gets another head coach. I job. still think Mike McDonald. I want to see what happens with Washington and Seattle before I say anything about Mike McDonald. 
because uh, I'm a little bit surprised, but I think they might be sitting around, and I'm not sure. And also, there is a conversation to be had about guys sticking around for another year, like Bobby Slowick. It seems like he's going to stay in Houston for another year. I've got to see what Ben Johnson does with Detroit after this season as well. That's another name to pay attention to. But it seems that Bobby Slowick's going to stay around after this year. And McLean, the general, he wrote a story at 610 in Houston saying that he thinks uh, Jared Johnson should stay. And, and and work another year with C.J. Stroud. It's only going to be better. Your your name's only going to be better. You might be able to get more money on on either end of the contract. Like, there's a lot of things that could work out in your favor. I sometimes balk at that. I think that there could, there's a striking while the iron's hot thing. But Sloak's looking to be a head coach. Johnson's looking to be an offensive coordinator. You know, if, if things do go belly up with Deshaun Watson, you you take a step back in that case. And there's more questions about Deshaun right now than there are about C.J. Stroud. But I think the important thing, the important takeaway right now is it looks like uh, for all the stuff going on with the offensive side of the ball, yeah. it does look like Jim Schwartz and Bill Callahan, He'll as be there. of right now, Stefanski's going to have him back. And I think that is that is huge and so for then, this team. And, and so then you examine, all right, why did they make the moves that they made? Well, it still goes back to they have to examine and look underneath the hood, even though it was 11-6, and six, which is something I – and they could always make the wrong hire. I mean, they've had a few guys in here. I know Brian Johnson from the Eagles. There's some people, there's basketball writers for whatever reason who have a problem with Brian Johnson from the Eagles as if they watched one down of Eagles football this year. But there's also Kellen Moore. He comes with his own set of controversy with the with the Chargers and so on. If they make the right hires, though, and Deshaun Watson plays well, they might get catapulted. But what I liked about it is that, yeah, you're 11-6, you're and six, and we all have a tendency to go... All right, things are working out. Let's do this. Well, wait a minute. Who's going to be your quarterback? If we're not all impressed with how our quarterback played, and there's definitely some conversation to be had about that, then they should be having conversation about it, and they are. And so I can I can support, as long as they make the right hire, obviously, you can support making changes and getting ready for an even more competitive 2024. Coming up at 8 o'clock, I want to ask Daryl about this. Also, he was able to corner Justin Bibb over there at the press conference yesterday at Cleveland Brown Stadium, talking about the future of the football team's stadium situation in the city of Cleveland. We'll ask Daryl about that coming up at 8 o'clock. Up next, Danny Cunningham, our Cavs writer, a host, 92.3thefan, 92.3thefan.com. Is Evan Mobley coming back as soon as next week? Yeah, there's a possibility. Ken Carmen, Tone Master General, Danny Cunningham, next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.